section nineteen of scenes in europe this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org recording by betty b scenes in europe for the amusement and instruction of little tarry at home travellers by isaac taylor austria fifty two the postilion the austrian dominion spread all across the southern parts of germany as the prussian monopolized the north now you must not be in a hurry for a german postilion is to a proverb the slowest and most tiresome animal in the world you may hurry yourself but you cannot hurry him his yellow jacket with black cuffs and cape mark him as belonging to government his carriage is a heavy thing and very filthy and his horses are poor he is no servant of the public but of the postmaster he cares nothing for the travellers or for their concerns they cannot help themselves by going to another inn if you threaten him he cares not if you coax him he stirs not off his usual pace if you promise him drink money he cries yaw yaw and smokes his pipe if the day is ever so hot or if every whiff flies full in your face fifty three the prater this is a forest in the neighbourhood of vienna ornamented curiously and filled full of houses of entertainment of every sort in the different styles of england turkey italy and china rope dancers dealers in toys and in every species of amusement make it one continual fair throughout shady walks invite parties splendid carriages fill all the roads so that the whole seems like an enchanted forest let me wander let me rove through this charming lively grove plunge into its deepest shades bound along its verdant glades rest me neath the shady tree its bent root a seat for me solitary let me muse on the ever varying views or by mingling in the crowd find his folly to be proud when the titled count and peer jostle with the vulgar here bring the music let it wind softly while the fearful hind listens greedy of delight nearer draws till all in sight comes she takes her frolic stand boldly feeding from the hand see the glimmering sun declines tween the boughs a red beam shines now he splendid sinks and seems to fire the danube with his beams let the moonbeam lightly play tipping every leafy spray now no longer careless roam sweet her light to guide us home in the praetor's varied way thus i spend a holiday but a life so no i scorn i for nobler ends was born satisfaction can't be found thus in pleasures ceaseless round fifty four vienna as the emperor of austria is the greatest prince in germany and vienna is his residence this gives the city a preeminence and it ranks as the capital of the empire it is not very large being confined by strong fortifications and as no buildings outside the city can be placed near these there is a broad space between the city and suburbs which renders the whole both beautiful and healthy it stands where the river vienne joins the broad danube the streets are very narrow the second floor in every house belongs to the emperor in which therefore he places some officer 
unless the citizens at a high price purchase an exemption from such inmates iron bars are put to all the windows which gives to every house the appearance of a prison there are many grand buildings and noble institutions the emperors omitting nothing which can give importance to their principal city End of section 19